Hello and welcome yet again to the Playing With Power podcast, a retrospective podcast about Nintendo Power Magazine, the good, the bad, the racist, the horrible, all the things that were in the past that uh, we're bringing up today. And I'm your host, Mike. Still not here is Ben, but joining me is John. Hey. And our guest, Ivan. Yellow. We're continuing issue 58. We just left off the uh, it, we just left off the part where Samus was just standing her ground against some pirate, and then she gets mobbed, and it becomes a big incident. <coughs> Pardon me. <laughs> okay, and job. then, yeah, kind of. I've uh, I've been inhaling a bit too much, like Brandon lately. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see that care package that came from Brandon has uh, finally arrived. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's Canada for you. <laughs> the maple leaf should be green, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, this issue, we're starting off with Counselor's Corner. And speaking of marijuana, mm. we got Dan Fluke, who definitely looks like everyone's happy dealer. <laughs> Are there unhappy dealers? I mean, I guess the ones in jail. <laughs> <laughs> or they're the ones that don't sample their own product when they clearly need to. Uh, want to stay and roll a J with me? No, I just want to buy weed from you. God damn it. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> this is the guy, I mean, he, he looks really charismatic. He looks like the kind of guy that, like, he never has to ask. Like, yeah, I would actually stay and smoke he, a J with Dan. He, he's, the, he's the guy you want to hang out with, because you know he's going to have a story, or at least if you've got something on your mind, he knows it, and he's just here to listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's all heart. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely a sweetie. Like, like if you're if you're down, you, he'll he'll listen. You're at least eighteen, right? Ah, oh, never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we have some tips for the seventh saga by Richard Storms, whose pickup line has to be, "You want the thunder and lightning, baby." <laughs> There's a storm front coming. Mm. <laughs> this storms are coming. So he's telling us how to fight apprentices. <laughs> but I'm not wearing a rain jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so we get to see seventh saga, which again, for that game. Like, I've never seen it, I've hardly seen a game that looks so good, but yet it's so fucking awful. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is just an awful looking, it's, it's a great looking, awful playing game. So you get to see, like, how do I use the runes against Gorzia? And you get to see this wicked boss who's all like like a titan wrapped up in chains. Mm. And uh, then we get to meet... I think I would call, I think I would call him Alice. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> So, then we see Dungeon Master. How do I get to floor three? And this help is brought to us by Daniel Bliss, who looks like he just got finished hanging out with the other guy. Yeah. Well, and he definitely is a Dungeon Master of his own D&D group. <laughs> There's no yeah, way. Master of his own domain. So, right? it matches up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then we got Gene uh, Crothers. It's good to see a girl here, but, you know, she looks like, well... I don't know. Like, yeah, but she de- she's going to definitely mean. benefit from, like, office office hot. Like, she gets that bonus three points from, like, working with a bunch of guys. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, she's a she's pulling, she's, you know, a three, three and a half, maybe a four on a good day. But, you know, you hang out with her all the time, nothing but dudes. Yeah. She's a seven. <laughs> well, you, you, you know that Dan has definitely had her on his couch. Yeah. Let me show <laughs> like you the bliss, day, baby. He, he comforts her, and then all of a sudden he really comforts her, and you know now you know why he's got that smile on his face. <laughs> and then a storm front rolls in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Everybody in the office is running a train on poor Jean. <laughs> well, it's not it's not poor Jean. I mean, she seems pretty happy with it. And Dan Dan yeah. Fluke stops by with some brownies and some peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <coughs> What else we have? We have an extra little segment here. Yeah. Start, a start, trop, start tropics. God, what? Start, start tropics. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, all right. They tell us a step-by-step guide to start tropics. So yeah. every step, we get to see the entire yeah. game, how to play it. It's they awesome. like crammed an entire player's guide <laughs> into like five pages. 
It's pretty damn. Like lost. there's not much there's not much for maps, but like it yeah. literally walks you through the entire game. From the dock go all the when way. When I tried up. to play the game, I would have enjoyed having this. <laughs> <laughs> you can and stay away. Players challenge with uh, this guy. I don't know if he's spraying whipped cream or something. Like there's this other guy trapped in it or. Just looking oh. like really. <laughs> it's it's back when hairspray had all those like really awesome like uh, CFCs in it that ate away the ozone layer <laughs> and ate away at my depression. If you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, then we move on to the feature presentation: Wario Land, Super Mario Land Three. <laughs> and we get to see a. Uh, uh, nice. This artwork is amazing. <laughs> oh, it starts off with like a fucking scene from Bohemian Rhapsody where they're going, Figaro! Uh, <laughs> and it is just Wario looking we, menacing, but nope. Like, we got like quintuple, we, quintuple Wario's looking at it. Getting ever page. closer. <laughs> is this the real life? Or is it just fantasy? Guess who's going in with no lube? <laughs> No escape from <laughs> reality. <laughs> Tears are nature's lubricants. <laughs> Cry on my dick. <laughs> it's my nose isn't the only thing that's purple and bulbous. <laughs> so <laughs> we get to see Wario as a man of many hats. Where uh <laughs> It's Except his. for the one hat you want him to wear. <laughs> they got the garlic hat, the hard hat, the bull hat, but not the Jimmy hat. <laughs> so. I love the garlic pot uh, illustration there. Three, yeah, that's amazing. Three testicles and it a cock. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a penis. <laughs> its effect on Wario depends on what form he's in when he finds it. Small Wario becomes... You don't, you don't talk about... Dragon Wario, which is the most dick thing ever oh, put in this magazine. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not working with it. That's such a dick. <laughs> it's got smiley eyes on it. Like it looks like you're trying to achieve orgasm. Would you like some help? <laughs> Dicky. Combination dick and cunt all in one. So it was a Japanese game. Of course, you start off in Rice Beach. Oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There are no lows on this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so then we get to see the hard hat, which gives him the ability to bounce enemies off the screen with a body slam. Oh, Bull Wario, which... Uh, it's basically cock Wario, but with horns instead of nuts. And then Jet Wario, which is like a crystal pot. Which lets Wario fly for short distances, even like Jet Wario, even though it like gives him like bunny ears or... Oh, yeah, so, what, so the, the, different, the different hats give you different abilities. Right? And, uh, I, yeah, I remember playing this game. Fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Nintendo game. Nintendo does Nintendo games right. Well, yeah, and it's especially like when you're looking at the realm of... What was available on the original Nintendo, or, yeah, or, Game no, Boy, original Game Boy? I mean, um, you know, like this was up there with you know, Kirby and and a few of the other just excellent, um, yep, you know, Nintendo titles that were out there for <clears throat> for yep. Game Boy. So we get to see Kitchen. Well, what's the plot? It says after being soundly beaten when he tried to take over Mario's castle, <laughs> Wario figures there must be an easier way to get a castle. Plan B involves stealing treasure from the brown sugar pirates. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's gotta Somali be racist. Somali pirates. Tastes so good. <laughs> brown sugar. Lend me some sugar. Like I am your neighbor. <laughs> just like a pirate should. <laughs> He's sure that they're hoarding enough plunder to finance the building of a castle so grand that Mario will be green with envy. So he sets out for Kitchen Island and buried treasure. As he explores the island and tangles with pirates, he dons a variety of hats that give him special abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if it's Kitchen oh. Island, you never find my girlfriend there. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> so, I told her I was going to put a load in the dishwasher. <laughs> She's like, you don't have a dishwasher. And I was like, exactly. 
John's idea of loading the dishwasher is taking his girl out for drinks. So. We, All right. So we get to so, see coins. It takes a lot of dough to build a castle. Defeat enemies and break blocks to find coins. Hearts. Defeating an enemy earns one heart point, but each heart is worth ten. Earn 100 points for a one-up. Keys. Use the keys in the levels where you find them to open locked skull doors that blocked away, and then stars make Wario invincible for a brief period, and he can run fast too. So, the first level you get to find a three, you get to find three one-ups. That's great, and then you get to do a coin toss, where you will see a statue and a pencoon. When a pencoon tosses a coin at the statue, a door will open it up. You can do the same by pressing up and B, tossing coins at statues. So. uh... You get to be like a Pokemon and use coin toss. Mm. So, then level two, you get to see disappearing acts where uh, ledges will fade in and out. And then level three, sand swimming. And then we don't get to see too many bosses around here. Yeah, it's all about Wario. Until you, yeah, until you get to level five. Then we get to see a spiked pirate <coughs> who's big and fast. He's basically a, uh, a Koopa who's learned his lesson and wears spikes on his head and on his back. So he's prepared for Mario, but he wasn't prepared for Wario. <laughs> I love how he's got and the little Care Bear skull on the front there. It's cute. <laughs> the I don't care bear. <laughs> care Bear die. <laughs> and then the second level is Mount Teapot. <clears throat> It is six areas to explore, and the region's boss sits high upon the tea, high, up, high upon the tea top at its lid. The enemies live in and around the mountain are more ornery than those you met at Rice Beach, so clearing these levels is challenging. And we get to go through that, and then we get to yeah, and then we just cut through this to get to Sherbert Island. Like it seems like some areas just don't seem to have bosses at all. And then Sherbert just, Island is Australia, by the way. Look at that. Okay, it is. And then we just warp to level 23, Stolf Canyon, then level 28, the SST Cup. Looks like you're taking on the pirate ship itself. And again, no bosses. You're just going around collecting coins for the most part. Like, the pirates seem to be like one guy. Yeah, I don't know. And then you fight uh, what appears to be like a Monty Mole wielding a mace. But that's just a regular dude. And uh, more shit. And did then, you ever? Be, did you ever beat this game? I, I don't. I think I've like yeah. played it occasionally. If I played it, I never. If I bought this game or rented it, I beat it. Oh, God. All right. It's a. You get your money out of it, though. I mean, like they gave you a lot of levels that are all engaging. Did you? Could you rent Game Boy games? I don't even remember. Oh, that. I'm sure you could have. Maybe I bought it. Like, uh, I mean, uh, if you can rent Nintendo games, I don't see why you can't. I mean, uh, at the I rent my 360 games from GameAccess.ca, and you can rent 3DS games and DS games from them as well, as well as, well as PSP and Vita games. This was not a paid promotion by GameAccess.ca. <laughs> yet. <laughs> so... We get to, or the Russian version, yet. All right, all right. <laughs> so you get to fight a genie. And then you go through more castles and shit, and... Yeah. Just get him depressed and have him hang himself. <laughs> and you can fr you can frame him, and then he'll just commit suicide. And... <laughs> Alright. So, that's enough, Wario? Yep. And then we move on to Zoda's Revenge. Star... Hey, we finally got a break in the word. Star Tropics Thank 2. God. For the first time. And then we get to see King Arthur telling the poor kid in the denim jacket, he goes, The jewel. It ain't gonna suck itself. <laughs> the, jewel thy, the jewel thy seeks that's, is in mine codpiece. That, that's, the, that's the face he's giving him. It ain't gonna suck itself. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, future boy. You know what to do. They still got. They, yep. they still have. They, they still have sloppy kisses in the. Uh, in the 21st century, right? Ugh. Get to it. Alright, so, it's in this in this uh, version, you jump around time. Uh, we covered the first part last issue, but now uh, they're, con they're, they're doing the remaining segments. We have San Francisco, where you're in the desert uh, during, the, during the gold rush. Uh, there's also Renaissance Italy, where you're looking for Leonardo da Vinci. 
uh, and his flying machine looks like. And, and strangely uh, enough, in the insert, like, uh, yeah, Leonardo, yeah, Leonardo da Vinci has been encased in plaster, so he becomes a statue, which I guess, which I guess, is about to be chiseled out by Michelangelo, or, or uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's about to become David, I guess. Mm. And uh, chapter seven, Transylvania. Mm-hmm. And when you, uh, let's see, from a place in Eastern Italy to the Haunted Castle, Palace in Eastern Italy to Haunted Castle in Transylvania, Mike, time slips, and, and there are many ghoulish creatures in the Transylvanian castle. Take them on one at a time, so. The yeah. castle leader is an owl-like incarnation of Zoda, though when the bird is in flight, run and jump over the breeze, then fire when it lands. I so you're... I don't know why they like, call him. It's like Mothra Zoda. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they call him owl like. He's definitely moth like. He looks like a fucking Pokemon on crack. So. And then you get to see on the next page a. This is a fucking Charizard right here. And that's the dragon. And mm-hmm. uh, you get to see King Arthur who just sits on his Thanks. ass. <laughs> this, this dick ain't gonna suck itself. This dragon ain't gonna kill itself. This kingdom isn't gonna so, liberate yeah. itself. Arthur tasks you with uh, taking down the dragon. The monster of cave flies and fires flames, jump and throw to hit its head and while it's in the air. Then, when it lands, jump away from the flames and fire when you have a clean shot. So, every boss ever. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then you get to return to a sea island. Yeah, and you have to watch out for the sea section. Which takes us to... <laughs> And the next section is the Nintendo Power Awards for 1993. Are we going to be taking our? Uh, are we going to be taking Ivan's vote here? Or? Yeah, I'm gonna. I had a little thing, so I'm gonna write it down if I don't get too distracted by my beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it says here, "Welcome to the sixth annual Nintendo Power Awards." Who are these judges? They come from across the nations. They love video games. Some are masters. Others love to play. Although most of the development these days goes for the Super Nintendo, you'll find excellent quality games being released for the NES. Will we? <laughs> Competition for top honors in the Game Boy category remain as heated as ever. So let's get to it. Make your choices and send in your ballots. For graphics and sound. The nominees include games utilizing new technologies or programming techniques and exceptional sound and animation. And we get to see that pr- predominantly in the Super Nintendo section. We get to see Star Fox, Magical Quest, Clay Fighters, Super Empire Strikes Back, Aladdin, Jurassic Park, Mortal Kombat, Secret of Mana. Alright, who do you have, uh, Ivan? Who, what's the best graphics and sound out of that list? I'll go with Aladdin. Alright. Oh, they're all fucking great, but, uh, I, uh, I mean, I want to give it up for Secret of Mana, but Capcom makes great stuff with the Disney Mickey Mouse thing. Um, I gotta go with the Secret of Mana, though. I mean, it's one of my favorite games. I gotta, I gotta let, okay. I gotta let bias take over here. I, I'm gonna go with Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a good use of uh, motion. It was, I think it was one. It was. It had to be one of the first uses of motion capture for a, a video game, or a console mm-hmm. game at least. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then so, so the Game Boy selections. Uh, for graphics and sound, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Mega Man 4, Kid Dracula, Mega Man 3, and Jurassic Park. Uh, Mike? I'm going to go with Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, because, yeah, I fucking love the game. Right. Uh, Ivan? Yeah, I'll go with that one as well, Legend of Zelda. And it's a sweep. On that one as well. All right, and for the, uh, <laughs> the, the NES? Three games. Sorry. Compared to the Super Nintendo's eight... We get three mm-hmm. games: Kirby's Adventure, Battletoads, and Double Dragon, or Mega Man Five. I'll go with Mega Man Five. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably going to have like the. It's going to be probably going to be pushing the graphics more than uh, Battletoads or Kirby did. So yeah, Mega Man Five. It's a sweep. And Ivan. I'll go Mega Man Five. Too. All right. All right, Ivan. What's what is the the pre- like? How do they introduce theme and fun? So for theme and fun, the nominees for best theme and fun all reflect games with exceptional depth of play and overall quality, but they range from action to fighting to adventure. So for the Super NES, we got The Lost Vikings, Star Fox, Super Mario All Stars, Street Fighter Two Turbo, 
Secret of Mana, Super Bomberman, and Super Empire Strikes Back. So for... Hmm. What do you think, Mike? It's a toss-up for me between Super Empire Strikes Back and Secret of Mana. They were both very fun, but in the end, I'm an RPG fella, so I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up for Mana. That game was just fun. Fun to chop up enemies, okay. charge up your weapons, power up your weapons, lay into your enemies. It's just great. Okay. What about you, Ivan? I think I'm gonna go Street Fighter Two. That's where I'm going with as well. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the outlier. <laughs> yeah, alright. And for Game Boy, the theme of fun nominees are Jurassic Park, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Kirby's Pinball Land, and Kid Dracula. Um, I'm going to go with Pinball Land, which I probably will regret, but whatever. That's a fun game. Mm. Yeah, I want to go at Legend of Zelda, but man, I really had a lot of fun with that pinball game, too. Like... I almost want to give it to it just out of sympathy, but uh, <laughs> you know, Link's you're Awakening. Going, you're going, you're going with Zelda. All right. Yeah. And how about you, Mike? All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, I'm going to go with Zelda too. Okay. All right, Mike. What's the last one for NES? Mega Man Five, Kirby's Adventure, Yoshi's Cookie, and Battle Toads and Double Dragon. I think I'd go with Kirby's Adventure. I mean, the Mega Man games kind of got played out at at five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going with Kirby's Adventure as well. All right, and I'll go with Battletoads and Double Dragon. All right. Uh, let's see. For challenge, the nominations in this category excel at confounding human opponents, but they are so fun and involving that you want to go back for more and more. What are, the, what are the Super Nintendo categories there, Mike? Super Empire Strikes Back, Super Mario All-Star, Star Fox, Shadowrun, and Alien, the only one that doesn't start with an S. And Secret of Mana, which you jumped over for some reason. Alien oh, Q. that was just understood. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Mike, what, what's your choice? Uh, no, Secret of Mana is fun, because the more magic spells you get, the more varied your enemies are, so you have to like cycle through your spells to see which ones do the damage. So I'm going to go with Secret of Mana, even though Empire Strikes Back wasn't easy, but it was fun. But, you know, it's it's the honorable mention. I'm giving it up for Mana. All right. Yeah, I'll go Super, I'm, I'll go super Empire Strikes Back. That's a good choice. I'm starting to sense that he's not an RPG player. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm actually going to go with Star Fox. Let's see. That's more of a strategic pick. But... (laughs) Alright. Let's see. Game Boy for challenge. We have Ultima, Runes of Virtue 2, Legend of Zelda Link Awakening, Mega Man 5, Tetris 2, and Kirby's Pinball Land. Um, I'm going to go... With Zelda on that one? Yep, Zelda. I mean, Pinball Land was fun, but as, like, challenging? Like, mm-hmm. not really challenging. Right. Zelda, you, Zelda I had to look for some fucking walkthroughs to get past some of those same, get past those <laughs> areas. I had to wait for Nintendo Power to answer something in the corner. Yeah, I'll go Zelda, too. Alright. And, uh... Alright, and uh, let's see what's there with the NES. Yeah, yeah Zelda, too. No, Ivan, what's coming right. up in the... Oh, uh, you said NES. What's the NES? NES I apologize. So we got Fire and Ice, Kirby's Adventure, Tetris 2, and Mega Man 5. So I think I'm going to go with Mega Man 5. I never beat that one. Yeah, same here. Yeah, me too. I haven't. I don't think I've beat it, so I'll give it that. All right. All right. I want to introduce play control, Mike? Sure. This is one of the most difficult categories to judge. Games should be intuitive, responsive, and have a variety of moves. Complexity is okay if it adds to the game. And leading the Super Nintendo, we see Star Fox, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Aladdin, Super Mario All-Stars, and for some reason, Cool Spot. <laughs> All right, John, what was, uh, what was your pick? I'm going to go with 
go with Aladdin. Hmm. I think I'll go with Star Fox. Like, it was just an interesting design, and the controls seemed, like, fun with that. Okay. Well, if How about you, Ivan? Talking variety of moves, I think I'll go Street Fighter 2. Yeah, that's a good one. That was my second pick. <laughs> You're probably right, by the way. That would be my guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I may regret that one, but... All right. Uh, play Control Game Boy. We have Mega Man 3, Mega Man 4, <laughs> Legend of Zelda, Kirby's Pinball, and Felix the Cat. They really have two games um, coming out for Mega I... Man in one year. <laughs> well, it's because they were porting over the old yeah. ones. Um, I will actually go with Kirby in that one as well. It's really a pain decision between these two because the play controls were varied and fun for both Zelda and Pinball. I think I'm going to go at Legend of Zelda because like, it really delivered mm -hmm. a, a great experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go Zelda. All right. Respect. All right. Uh, and uh, Mike, NES, what do we have? We have Mega Man 5. DuckTales, Woo Two, and Kirby's Adventure, and Battletoads and Double Dragon. And, uh, I don't know, saying that <laughs> anyone that would said that play control works for Battletoads and Double Dragon might need their head examined. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's like, which which punch in the cocky like, do, do you want the least? <laughs> None of these play all that well. <laughs> Wh which cock punch do you hate the least? Yeah, right? <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah, I guess Kirby's Adventure. I mean, you suck air, yeah. you, you suck air, you float, you shoot a star, boom. Mm -hmm. Ivan? I'm going to go DuckTales too. Why? No freaking idea. It does play well. I'm going to go with Kirby, though. All right. Now, the nominees for Best Hero. <coughs> heroes, are great no, heroes are great no matter what system you find them on. This year's heroic nominees range from the totally tough to the whimsically weird. All systems. Batman, Mega Man, Bubsy, Fox McCloud, Link, Kirby, Mario, Arrow the Acrobat, Lost Vikings, and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> All right, John, what do you pick? Um... I'm going to go Homer and say Mario. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are pretty darn good. Link, though, he made a good... The, 90, the 90s were a good year, good times for Link, because he was kicking it on the Game Boy and on the Super Nintendo, so I'm going to go with Link. Yeah, mm. it's got to be Link. All right. All right, John, this suits you. Best villain. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, any system villains just as heroic sinister doings transcend what video game system a villain appears on. These nominees are simply the most fun to hate. Andros, Dr. Wily, Darth Vader, M. Bison, the Dark Queen, the Penguin, Marvin the Martian, Goro, and Jafar. Where the fuck is Bowser? Come on. <laughs> How did was the penguin he in a game officially this year though? I don't How think did he was a villain in any game this year. Uh, from the, the um, Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Nah, I, I, I know, but next to Darth Vader, oh. I mean. The Penguin, come <laughs> on. Goro, <sighs> Marvin, if you're not voting, If you're not va voting for Vader, like, something's wrong with your life. I'm voting Vader. Yeah, Vader's pretty, like, Vader surprises me more than fucking M. Bison, so. Yeah. Yeah, Vader. Something's wrong with my life, because I'm going to go Dr. Wily. All right, it's, I like it. It's, it's not completely disrespect. It's not completely hateful. So yeah. No, I'm gonna go Marvin the Martian. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. All right. Surprise! I do suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, innovative game. All right, Ivan. Tell us what's the innovative game. Innovation is what keeps video games fresh and exciting. These nominees offer game players new experiences and present new challenges. For the Super NES, we have Zombies Ate My Neighbors, The Lost Vikings, Super Bomberman, Cement, Shadowrun, and EVO. The only game I played was Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I wasn't very impressed with it. 
really gonna play the other ones. <laughs> Evo, I like the idea of the, like you just like eat fish and that decides if you grow horns or fangs. So I'm gonna go with Evo. Simply because I like the idea. <laughs> Alright, John. It would be a crime to not have you do sports, so I'm gonna do it. Uh, we're gonna have me and John uh, do <laughs> wait, innovative wait, game nominee or what? <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, John. <laughs> um, Ivan, who's your Evo pick? Or in a <laughs> pick? Bias! I demand a recount. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Super Baba, man. I, th- I, I think it's funny that John is now hacking a Russian to do the, <laughs> for this voting. Baba, man. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make it. I had to make a new table like on my chart here um i'm gonna go with lost vikings and uh let's see when it comes to sports the best play here the nominees except it really are on genesis these game the nominees from the super nes sports superior technology to provide the most realistic and- for me. well i mean like genesis really did have the best sports games so, what is the best sports game? Is it Nigel Mansell's tea drinking? <laughs> World Championship Racing? Tecmo Super NBA Basketball? Madden 94? The WW uh, World Wildlife Federation Royal Rumble? I love it when the and, I love it when those pandas bring out the folding chairs. When they go off the top rope. Alright. Ling Ling for the for the pin pin? Alright. NHL Stanley <laughs> NHL for the Stanley Cup or, or NHL Stanley Cup or Legends of the Ring. Uh, none of these are good. <laughs> Can I abstain? Uh, I'm going to go with Madden. Uh, really? Why couldn't an NBA Jam be here? <laughs> yeah, really? I'm going to go Madden too. Alright, Ivan, what's Right. I guess being Canadian, I gotta go with the Stanley Cup. Otherwise, get kicked out <laughs> of the country. As good reason as any. <laughs> <sighs> Can't wait till we take you guys over. All right. <laughs> All right. Best overall game. Just kind of self-explanatory. <clears throat> so the categories. Uh, let's see. For Super Nintendo, for best overall game, uh, we have Mickey's Magical Quest. Super Empire Strikes Back, Super Mario All-Stars, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, and Mortal Kombat, as well as The Lost Vikings. Man, how would, he, how would he even made that li- The Lost Vikings even made the list compared to all these other games? It's a pretty good game. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Secret of Mana, obviously. I fucking love that mm. game. The music, the play control, the everything was great. All right. I'm going to go Super Empire Strikes uh, Back. Nice. Respectable. John? Um, I'm going to go Street Fighter 2. Hmm. Okay. All right. History will be Mikey. the judge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Game Boy, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Mega Man 4, Mega Man 3... Felix the Cat for some reason. Kirby's Pinball Land. Yoshi's Cookie and Kid Dracula. Well, Which is very underrated. I enjoy that game. <laughs> it, looked, it looked neat. I mean, like a little kid with that Bram Stoker <coughs> hairdo. Come on. Yeah, it looks like they made a video game of the kid from Jerry Maguire. But as Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to go with Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. It's a fucking amazing game. Yeah. That's fair. Ivan? Yeah, it's got to be Zelda. John? Yeah, uh, it's Zelda. Okay, Ivan, take us out with the NES. All right, for the NES we have... With a, take us out with a whimper. <laughs> we have Battletoads and Double Dragon. We have Kirby's Adventure. So we got Battletoads and Double Dragon, Kirby's Adventure, Yoshi's Cookie, DuckTales 2, Mega Man 5, RC Pro-Am 2, and Fire and Vanilla Ice. So, <laughs> I guess yeah, we got Yoshi. We got we got Yoshi soggy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> the ookie cookie. <laughs> Yoshi's cum cookie. Uh, I go. I'll go. Kirby's adventure. All right, Mike. 
Ah, uh, Kirby's Adventure. And I'll take Mega Man 5. Uh, Alright, and that's the end of the players. We'll, uh, we'll get Ben's... Uh, maybe we'll ask him as we're recording next time. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah, and uh, I love the polls here. The third prize winners, you get a stupid shirt. Mm. The second prize winners, you can get a Super NES game chosen by Nintendo Power. Or the grand prize, <laughs> which is really fucking great. You can win 25 Super Nintendo games of your choice. Oh, my God. You can pick the best of this year's nominees or any other SNES game that has been released. Could you imagine, like... If you won the the second prize, it's just like whatever they grab in the drawer <laughs> they want to send to you. <laughs> they just you say, know that could be how you end up with one of those weird ones that's worth like a shit ton of money. They're like the mm. testers for the world championships. Yeah, and shit. they just send you Madden. They just send you Madden NFL. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I would like that. But hmm. anyway, all right. So top twenty for this month. Uh, we have Mortal Kombat, number one spot for the Super Nintendo. Uh, four months at the, in the top 20. Uh, Star Fox at second place. And Legend of Zelda Link to the Past for 26 months. It's pretty impressive. It's been hanging on there. Mm. As well as Street Fighter 2 Turbo and Aladdin in the top five. Ivan, what's the uh, Game Boy top five? Game Boy top five is, of course, Zelda in there for 11 months. Super Mario Land 2 for 18 months and then Kirby's Dreamland for 14 months so some long standing nice. hits there okay yeah Super Mario Land <laughs> nothing 5. pales in comparison to, pales in comparison to what's coming <laughs> oh, oh, oh for the NES we got Tetris 2 somehow taking the top spot oh, come on over, right over Super Mario oh, it, Brothers it, 3 and the Legend of Zelda 54. which has been top which has been in the top 3 for 66 Sixty-six months. Oh, that's incredible. Oh my god! I mean, like there were. I mean, like it's a great game, but I mean, like Zelda Two never let it, never took over. Well, Zelda Two wasn't no. really reviewed well. They, people didn't like it after the first one. Well, it was such a radical departure. It was. It was a good game, I thought, but I'm I'm not surprised that it didn't crack. Yeah, they could have called it like Castlevania Gaiden or something. Like <laughs> just tied in with a different thing like um like chrono trigger great game then they come out with chrono cross which pissed me off because it was such a great game with such excellent music but why'd you have to tie it to chrono trigger when it just <laughs> isn't chrono trigger mm. and whatever they did tie to it like oh by the way all the characters you love died miserably <laughs> except for and chrono except we just don't fucking mention chrono and Zoda's Revenge, Star Tropics 2, is peeking in at tw number 20 on the you NES You guys see chart. one of the <laughs> NES ones that just doesn't seem to fit in? I mean, what the fuck is Monopoly doing there? Uh, Metroid, TMNT 2, Battletoads, and Ninja Monopoly. It's in, like, it's, in like the, it's in the sales bin, <laughs> and the grandparents are buying it or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, I mean, honestly. How the fuck is Monopoly right. outselling Dragon Warrior 4? <laughs> this is a Here crime. we go. So with now playing, we uh, go through uh, the uh, the games oh. and point out what they thought was strong and what wasn't so strong about the games. Yeah, we're, uh, we're leading bad. This game wasn't covered, uh, but uh, the Koei has another Nobunaga clone. Romance of the Three Kingdoms three. Uh, its retail is seventy five dollars, which is crazy. Oh uh, but they say Romance has great depth for fans of this type of strategy. Battery backed memory, up to eight players can vie for supremacy. That's crazy. Uh, so an awkward menu system. You're suggesting somebody who's played, somebody who plays these games uh, seven has eight friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they have seven friends. Uh, so, but they say, but an awkward menu system, uh, menu item selection process makes it difficult to play this game because there's no message telling you what a command, whether a command has been accepted. You have to be a real strategy diehard to master this interface. They hobbled the fucking interface. <laughs> oh my god. Just what this game didn't need. Alright, Mikey, tell us about Come on and Slam. And welcome Come on to and the Jam. jam. Alright. <laughs> you know that reminds me, what's the difference between jam and jelly? You can't jelly your dick into someone's mouth? Yep. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so <laughs> 
Ivan again <laughs> regretting his decision to stay to stay with us. Mission yep. accomplished. So it says here, if you had the power of ten superstars, you might play like the guys in NBA Jam, the hottest game in town. So what's the what do they have to say? Great graphics, cool moves, totally involving action for up to four players is a hard combination to beat. What's the downside? The game lacks in these specific areas. None. <laughs> if you want a sports simulation, this game isn't it. But if you want fun, look no further. That's a pretty darn. I think that's pretty accurate. That's a pretty darn good review. Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ivan, tell us about these. Uh, Apparently, undercover cops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> undercover cops. Lawless gangs have spread throughout the land, and you can infiltrate them by beating their members senseless. And somehow this, <laughs> co- this blows your cover in the first g- I can't imagine why. So anyway, undercover cops is lots of action in the final fight style. You three undercover, well, not so undercover cops, have special moves like the cat pounce and dive bomber, plus individual super moves activated by controller combinations. If you're trying to tell some guy, I'm a cop, and you better submit yourself to my authority, or I'm going to nail you with my cat pounce. Yeah, I'm really here to join you. Don't mind my fist. You're, you're, yeah. So it's got nice never graphics. Mind tattoo, never, mind the, never mind the tattoo on my bicep that says Police Academy Graduate 2004. <laughs> so nice graphics. All right, yeah, so what's good about stiff it, an, Stiff animation, but nice graphics. I don't know how that goes together, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Endless action. And negatives, there's nothing uh, new about the theme or action. Basically, it's yeah. Final Fight with a stupid plot. Mm. Mm, let's see. THQ has a game out for us. Brian and Stimpy Show. Fire Dogs. I actually remember playing this game. Uh, let's see. Uh, they say that it has good graphics, humor, and sound, and a password feature is included. However, there's not much variety, and the time allotted for collecting items is very short. The two levels are repeated. <gasps> it, sounds like they, it sounds like they could have really fucked it up. But look, the password system, you get to dress up log. That's the password <laughs> system. You get to put on eyes, lipstick, pearls, a wig on log as your fucking password. That what is just... Downstairs and over in pairs and, and over your neighbor's dog. Neighbor's dog. What fits on your back, snack, fits on your back. No, it's what's, no, it's what's great for a snack, it fits on your back. It's log, log, log. It's log, it's log, it's log, it's, it's, it's wood, it's log, it's log, it's better than bad, it's good. <laughs> From Blamo. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's see, we have, uh, Mike, you want to talk about Peacekeepers? Uh, uh, since this is just uh, repeating what we've already played, I felt it would be appropriate if Ivan read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, we'll keep the, re- we'll keep the repetition Ivan? solid. Mm-hmm. The first fighting game to make use of the multi-tap is the Peacekeepers from Jaleco. That's cool. Up to four players can duke it out with a future corporate army. In addition to the standard final fight type action, you can also square off directly against your friends in a Street Fighter 2 Type 5's mode. What? Hmm. Versus. Oh, thank you. It's late. (laughs) Fives. Fives. It's it's player fives player. Oh god, I'm on my fourth beer. Anyway, it's it's, it's late. Some yeah. unusual features include two player hit, which allows players partners. God, I'm going to bed. To inflict damage on one another. <laughs> Angry mode, which allows, which makes you invincible when you're low on energy, and color edit, which lets players change the coloring of their characters. Another novelty is that the game lets players choose various routes through the game for added depth and variety, in addition to pretty standard So what's good, what's good and what's bad? So, yeah. we got the first multiplayer fighter for more than two players, branching paths for more variety, negatives, fairly slow action, and not terribly challenging. So it's a great concept that All they right, fucked right. up from the gate. Mm. What's up with Legend? Legend. Clovis, an ambitious pretender, seeks to use evil powers to corrupt the kingdom. You must restore justice with the power of your arm and your mighty sword. Damn straight. This sounds amazing. What's good about it? Okay, it's got good graphics. The two-player action is particularly fun. It's easy to play, not so easy to win. But the downside, if you pause for any reason, you'll find yourself surrounded by enemies. What the fuck? (laughs) So apparently pause pause is just like, you know what? Fuck you, there is no pause. Pause is for pussies. (laughs) Pauses for the meek. <laughs> All right. 
Oh. We also have uh, Ovidus, which is from Bulletproof Software. Um, it is an action-adventure RPG. They, they say it's a large world with lots of mysteries and adventure. The castle interiors utilize a unique 3D perspective, battery pack memory, and maps in the manual. Wow! <laughs> There's maps in the manual, everyone. But the forest mazes are confusing. Action area, play control, lacks quickness and precision. Yeah, sound like a skip to me. Yeah. All right. Lost Mission by Vic Tokai. Uh, I've never heard of this, so I guess it didn't make it over. John, can <laughs> RPG you... RPG for one player. <laughs> John, John, can you look it up while I talk? Nope. <sighs> <laughs> so you're a fighter who is beset by violent apes. Man, you get a freaking Harambe level in this game? Mm. That's awesome. So, parties of five characters <laughs> can go quick... The toddler is not very effective. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, parties of up to five characters can go questing to build experience and gold. Yeah, no shit, that's every fucking RBG. <laughs> One unique feature lets you change a character's skill rating for maximum efficiency. You Whoa. change a skill rating. Wow. Oh, he's sold. No wonder this game didn't get translated. <laughs> this, game, this game has enough depth to keep... John, can you look this up? I want to know if it exists. No. This mission. This game has... <laughs> Fuck. I'm on my fourth streak. That's not known, happening. I should have known pissing you off constantly would have a downside. <laughs> <laughs> this, this game has enough depth to keep RPG fans interested, but don't expect any of the flash found in Final Fantasy II or Seven Saga. To speed up the game, there's an automatic battle mode. Oh boy, even the game knows it's boring. Battery-backed memory. Uninspired graphics and standard RPG play. Poor story translation. So it did get translated. Yeah, based on the screenshot that I'm reading. Japanese Muzak music. <laughs> the challenge comes from the seemingly endless series of battles. So it's a grind fest. Fuck it. Mm. Andre Agassi Tennis. John, you want to talk about this? All right. <clears throat> so it's from Tech Magic. It's a tennis game. Uh, they say it's very challenging for uh, due to computer players who seldom miss uh, an easy shot. Though, uh, then there are nice two-player options, a good and good digitized uh, voice calls for the score. However, there's unrealistic ball and player speeds, the graphics are smaller than in almost any other Super NES game, and the animation is choppy. So, it sounds like a lot of the royalty is going to Andre Agassi <laughs> instead of the developers. <laughs> yeah, well, he needs razors for that hair of his. He needed to pay for the math right. somehow. <laughs> Tell... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ivan. Since you're the uh, you're the guest of honor, and you've been a pretty good guest so far, you get to tell us about the pinnacle of first-person shooters, Wolfenstein 3D. Pinnacle? <laughs> well, Apex beginning right. something. All right. It's the something. It's the something of first-person shooters. Yeah. Apparently, your definition of pinnacle is different than the rest of the world. But all right, let's go. With so, it. what other first-person shooters existed at the time, though? Pinnacle is peak. At the time. Not beginning. No, peak. <laughs> All right, the premise of first-person shooters. The, the like, the grandfather? Like, the... <laughs> I don't know, anyway. Okay, sorry. Anyway. Progenitor. There we go. There we go. That's I knew word. it started with a P. So, not going to summarize it. We did that before. The positives. Right. Fast, fa smooth, fast-scrolling 3D graphics and enemies around every turn. And negatives. The game has However, little variety. Basically, it's a matter of shooting everyone before they shoot you. And if you're... So, yeah. Oh, and it says the story of the original PC game has been altered to omit some objectionable, mater objectionable material. Yeah, so, you, you which is you, what we said. You don't want to make those Nazis look bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, what's good and bad about Flintstones? Okay, good. An interesting variation on the traditional action game, which includes a dice roll that includes introduces a random element. However, <laughs> very slow action and the resulting poor control can be frustrating. All right, Metal Marines from Namco. Uh, for, for a strategy game, Metal Marines has lots of action, which adds to the fun. You must act quickly and make strategic plans. The concept is unique and engaging. However, the game has a fairly long learning curve, and, make, and making targeting selections can be awkward. Mm. All right, Chester I Cheetah. I think it's worth a try anyway. Yeah. All right, is it going to be easy being cheesy? Chester What's Cheetah returns for a second SNES action. Uh, his moves, good and bad. 
His moves are greatly improved from the first game. Oh, so he moves like an actual character instead of a lumbering pop. <laughs> right. right. And the play control isn't very tight. Still, it's greatly improved. Like your mom. Uh, right. Good graphics and sound. Sad things, <laughs> not much challenge. And there's no code for a free bag of Cheetos at the end. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Lethal Enforcers. Uh, I still see this at the friggin' arcades at the theaters. Yeah, everybody, everybody played this at the arcades. But they ported it over uh, to the home for uh, whatever Remember reason. when hijackers were white? <laughs> the, final, the final stage where you have to hit the Twin Towers. <laughs> Super challenging! <laughs> roll, roll switch. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, what's good and bad about Lethal's Enforcers, my, <laughs> Ivan? So... <laughs> besides, besides us talking about it. Targeting shooting can be fun. Digitized graphics are quite good. Negative, some players find the realistic graphic nature of this game to be objectionable. Although no blood is spilled, <laughs> the targets are very realistic. <gasps> mm. hmm. Alright, the Untouchables. It's a target shooter for one player. And uh, we don't even get to see what it looks like. It's based on the movie with, like, uh, what was it, Tom Hanks? and well, no, I think he wrote to Perdition. Yeah, that one had uh, Sean Connery. You put one of our boys Shushin in the hospital. You put one of our boys in the hospital. We put one of yours in the morgue. <laughs> so you silly, you silly wop. <laughs> Coming in the yeah, back door, with, just like a wop. <laughs> De Niro, Costner, Connery, Garcia, and Andy Garcia. All right, so there's some uh, some good actors in that one. Okay, so <laughs> good graphics, fun theme. However, very little variety in the play. No super scope option. It's a first person. No super <laughs> target shooter. And, uh, no super. He went super Asian. No super scope. No yeah. super scope for you. <laughs> no scope. Right. No scope for you. Scope Nazi. Regular control is difficult. <laughs> and they did. Oh my god. The aiming is difficult. So instead of giving you the easy way out, they're just like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You go home now. Five dollar. All right. <laughs> super goal two from Jaleco is another soccer game, just what we didn't want. Play control, though, is fairly easy for a soccer game, and the AI helps you out, and Al helps you out <laughs> by positioning your teammates correctly. <laughs> a two-player versus the computer Good mode. Al. However, the view, always from above the same goal, doesn't feel as natural as behind-the-ball views of, or side views, especially when your team is moving toward you on the screen. Poor sound effects, it's difficult to judge the location of high kicks. Hmm. All right, Mike, what about Champions World Class Soccer? Ugh. Uh, deja puke. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about this? Yeah, mm. we get to see good animation is revealed in the highlight replays. Good game options. However, poor passing controls detract from playability. You seldom feel as if you're truly in control of the ball, and your computer teammates don't help out by getting into position. Oh, that sounds like a great soccer game. All right. All right, Ivan, tell us about R-Type in the middle of the page. R-Type. R-Type 3. Great play control, excellent graphics, lots of challenge with no slowdown. Downside, only six stages. Hey, you forgot to tell us we have endless continues. And it's endless continues. Game. That's an issue. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. And we have Wizardry V, Heart of the Maelstrom. Uh, which is an RPG from Capcom. Classic wizardy RPG series comes to the Super NES in a large, complex game. Customized parties, dozens of spells, no friends, battery factory. <laughs> <laughs> the game has that the game has a poor control interface, making commands difficult to execute. Bland graphics for a 16-bit game. Well, it's only eight Blah. megabits in size. <laughs> That's what she said. All right. Mikey, take us home. As the guy that <laughs> rented the uh, uh, solitaire game, mm -hmm. you can tell us about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get the Wheel of Fortune Deluxe Edition. It's a game Whoa. show type game, and it says new puzzles and easier game control than previous and earlier versions. However, the graphics and sound are nothing special, and add little of the glitz of the television show. <laughs> What they mean by that is poor tit bouncing for Vanna White. No jiggle physics back then. Skirt and Damn. go to town. I'd like to 
by a V down V. <laughs> Alright. Let's see. Wario Land, Super Mario 3 on the SNES. They have a lot of good to say about it. Excellent graphics because we made it. Uh, <laughs> and great depth of play. Although subtitled Super Mario Land 3, Wario Land is much different than either of the other Super Mario Land titles. This is a new game experience that is truly fun. The battery save memory means you don't have to repeat stages endlessly. However, some players might find Wario Land less challenging than other Super Mario Land games because they can return to areas and pick up needed items, just like in Super Mario World. Boy, that's such a fucking backhand. That's like such a, a lame insult. It's just like, right. on the downside... It's so awesome it's that you don't like have to do, super, like... On the yeah. downside, it's just... On the downside, it's a lot like Super Mario World, which is fucking your perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mikey, tell us about Indiana. Okay, we get to uh, Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade, so we get to see a screenshot of Indiana Jones... Uh, tied up with Sean Connery, who's telling him why he left his mom. We named the dog no. Indy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't leave All her right. if she knew how to fucking park. So, <laughs> but, uh, so he says, good challenge in graphics. The password option makes the game accessible to anyone. Well, it, can't, it shouldn't be accessible to anyone. That's why you have a password. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be like some exclusion. But anyway, mm. poor hit detection can make hand-to-hand -hand combat difficult. Supposed to have a gun or a whip. Short time limits on stage just make the game even harder. Hmm. And then, uh, Ivan, tell us about Total Carnage. Which is this podcast. <laughs> yeah. See the last few hours. So, Total Carnage, <laughs> Smash tit TV type action, comes to Game Boy with Malibu's Total no, Smash, Carnage. Smash Tit comes next. Smash Tit action. General right. Oc Oh my god, General Ockboob. <laughs> <laughs> holds hostages and you have to get them out by gunning down everything in sight. Ackman. That's the lamest Star Wars porn from the late <laughs> 80s. Continuous fast action with lots of power-ups but simplistic The graphics. girl's a trap. It's a clap! <laughs> <laughs> it's That's a clap! Moon. <laughs> oh man. The sand people scare easily but they'll be back in greater numbers. <laughs> uh. Move those spawn fighters into attack position. What's, what's good about Total Carnage, Ivan? Uh, Total Carnage, continuous fast action with lots of power ups, but simplistic graphics. Our penis to can't last against an ass with that magnitude. And wrapping it up mercifully, we have Zool. Bow before Zool. There is no ninja. From Game Tech. There is no. There is only Zool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fairly good control means Zool can get around easily. Ooh. So can your mom, you filthy wop. <laughs> All right. And then most of the graphics are simple and true of Super Mario Brothers. There's no great challenges in this game. <laughs> uh, so any uh, any superstar reviews here, Wario? Wario mm. <coughs> Land is almost all in the high threes. One's a 4.1 for graphics. Uh, anything else good. like standing? Uh, Andre Agassi Tennis is all <laughs> twos. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. And no Wizardry, bueno. Wizardry 5, all twos except for Challenge, yeah, which was a middling 3.4. That's what they say. No, That's what they call no bueno. So. Yeah. All right, in the pack watch, get taking us in the home stretch. Uh, we have a little preview of Super Metroid. Obviously, a great game coming our way. Mm -hmm. uh, the the comic's been leading up to it. Um, we'll probably cover that much more in depth. But just got a great look at you know like they they have the sort of schema uh, schematic of her suit and uh, the way the say. maps are done for the yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, how the maps work in the game. Uh, they have like sort of a 3D, you know, like hexagonal grid view for the overworld. Um, just sort of interesting look at what's what's heading our way. So, and the game played pretty true to what this looks. So they're obviously wrapping it up, covering it up, polishing it. So um, we also have the first version of Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball uh, coming our way. He's looking very uh, seductively into the camera, as as much as a Super Nintendo Ken Griffey Jr. I don't know if that's seductive. I think that's more like he's over-medicated. 
<laughs> Gigantism. Just kind of got that blank <laughs> stare going on. <laughs> All right. get Joe and Mac 2 lost in the tropics and an impossible mission 2025. We get to see Han Solo and uh, someone Star from Man. fucking Battlestar Galactica, the original series. <laughs> and in the middle is like, like some version of like, like a porno version of Gort from the day the Earth stood still. <laughs> and then we have a pinball game from American Technos coming, Super Pinball Behind the Mask, which is going to have a couple different uh, machines programmed into it. They got the Jolly Joker, Jolly Joker, Blackbeard, and Iron Man, and the Wizard Tables all programmed in. So you know, if you like pinball, keep an eye out for that. There's the time tra- preview the time, time tracks, tracks game. Um, <laughs> Mr. Nuts and Soccer Kid. I think that's what Conquer oh became. Oh my god, Mr. Nuts. It has to be oh Conquer. My god. Mr. Nuts and Soccer Kid. That's a fucking Sandusky special right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound Fantasy. It looks like someone jumping aboard like a bunch of things like Hubert. <laughs> Alright, I guess that game actually, it's not... I mean, think it became Conquer. This has to be. What? That's the predecessor for Conquer. Yeah, it has to be. And what about Soccer Kid? It's just a kid running around a level kicking a soccer ball? Yeah, it's supposed to be like his weapon or something. That's a neat concept. But, uh, okay, then we get to see Donkey Kong 94. Did, did this come out? Donkey Kong 94? Um. Well. We get those to see Pack Watch update with the MLBPA baseball, Wild Snake, Captain America, Hardball 3, Jeopardy Sports. Oh my god. Ugh. What can we do to make Jeopardy more, ex- <laughs> more exclusive? Sports. Then Eye of the Beholder. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> King of the Dragons. And then. Some sort of crazy game called SOS is coming our way from. Uh, you I must be rescue passengers and yourself from a sinking ship. Each time you play, the route changes due to different passengers <laughs> flooding. Wow. Ugh. Titanic, the game. It sounds like it would be really nice. You yeah. look like a lamer version of Aquaman. <laughs> if he was like just coming out of chemo uh, and he didn't I have do like the idea of the game like changing its roots every time. That's kind of interesting. It is technically ambitious. I like that. So it adds good replay. What do we have? If you're going to be paying like eighty bucks for the freaking thing. What do we have coming our way? Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., mm. Star Trek: The Next Generation, Turn and Burn, No Fly Zone. Got to be like a Ace Combat clone kind of thing. Excalibur 2097, Time Tracks, and Mickey's Ultimate Challenge. It's uh, getting mini off, you know, uh, in under five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there's a Game Boy game, Prehistoric Man, and The Jungle Book is coming to the NES, <laughs> as well as a preview for Super Metroid. So, good stuff coming our way. Oh, and they're giving us a preview for classified information. Look for more great codes, including the... If you thought our Empire Strikes Back codes were great, wait for the awesome 99 Lives code. <laughs> I got 99 lives, but the bitch ain't one. Alright. <laughs> and then, I got 99 uh, lives, but a Sith ain't one. We got the same, uh, you know, playing cards from, uh, same ones, but, you know, another set of playing cards. Seven uh, Saga with a freaking robot on it. Mm-hmm. And then Metal Combat with a robot on it. Oh my god, it. what is that guy doing to that? <laughs> and Raging... F- They're kicking into that one face. Raging Fighter with a r- raging fighter. <laughs> Blood spraying out. All right. it, looks like the, it, looks like, it looks like the Witcher giving a spin kick to the face of some thug. Yeah. And then uh, there's some... PowerPoint offers uh, that are in there as well. You can send in for uh, saving money on repairs or uh, accessories or cleaning kits and things like that. Um, as well as the same uh, Kellogg's promotion to get some uh, different Nintendo uh, accoutrement <laughs> from eating different sugary cereals. Yay. And uh, then for the on the inside, on the last page, it says get instant repair. He's waiting, and we get to see Ganon with his tongue out and his eyes rolled back. Like you know, you you just know mm. that Zelda, she's uh, you know oh, yeah. she's uh, she's being put to work. 
He he just took her to Pound Town. Population Zelda's badge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that wraps up yet another colorful, <laughs> slightly racist issue of Nintendo playing with power. <laughs> uh, we're all a few beers in, so it's been an mm-hmm. adventure. Uh, uh, as always, uh, like I said before, uh, Facebook group's a great way to get out to uh, get out and reach, reach, reach us. We respond as quickly as anything in that. Um, the playing with power uh, on Twitter is playing with power 88. Uh, we have our website, uh, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. Um, and uh, let's see, we are on Patreon. If you would like to throw us a few dollars, it's always appreciated. Let's get Mike out of his basement. Mm. Um, and anything else you want to mention, Mike? Uh, expect announcements about a new show coming up. Woo! All right, and uh, Ivan, it was really a pleasure uh, having you on. You're a very fun yeah. guest. I pleasure was mine. Uh, so hopefully we can have you back in the in the future. Absolutely. Uh, there's definitely a spot there. Anytime. For you. Hopefully we won't have to keep you up so late. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, work is going to suck mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. That's all right. Just do a little math. That's all I need to do. <laughs> Just, just a dash of meth to get yeah. you through the morning. Just, I'm in a cubicle. I'll take a nap. Keeps me going. <laughs> <laughs> Crawl under my be- my desk That's for right. a few hours, take a nap. <laughs> uh, okay, so thanks for listening. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And you're playing with power. Entertainment System. Now!